1: four three two seven four three four and now please welcome dr david anderson your bridge building voice in the nation's capital
2: good afternoon friends David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer, or your smartphone, watching me on Facebook Live, thanks a lot for tuning in there. At Anderson Speaks is my handle on Facebook. And, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast. Second in the entire country, WAVA with Salem broadcast network uh, 105.1 fm are the call numbers uh, right here on our station so we're so so glad that you're listening thanks a lot for tuning in and today is open phone in friday you know how we roll around here right marriage mondays tough topic tuesdays wisdom wednesdays theological thursdays and today open phone in Fridays. anything you want to talk to me about on friday is fair game and that's today that means the show is all about you any question you have for me race religion relationships politics education doesn't matter what it is you can ask me any question and i'll do my best to address it even if i can't answer every question which you already know i can't uh we surely can address it and of course i've got the good book and we know the one who has all the answers so we can always pray uh for wisdom from him on high can't we Here's my number if you want to call me. 888-432-7434. 888-432-7434. My lines are open right now. I want to take as many of your phone calls as possible since the show is all about you. If you have a question about anything and you just need a uh, one of your brothers in the Lord to holler at you and and give you perspective or a pastor, a business person, uh or whatever. I'm um, author uh, whatever I, I have to give, I'm going to give it to you. And uh, we have so many other great listeners who have much more wisdom than I. So it's always great to take the opportunity when you have it. You're not always given an opportunity, are you, to get through. Uh, and so, hey, let us help get you through whatever it is you're going through. Call me now, 888-432-7434. Uh, let's bow for prayer and commit our time to the Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity you give us to have this kind of communication through technology and radio waves, thank you, Lord. Now we commit the show to you in the name of Jesus, Amen, and Amen. Well, we've been covered, so now we can have our conversation. If you want to call me, triple eight four three bridge. If you're trying to remember, I uh, just remember the word bridge. I am pastor of Bridgeway Community Church in Columbia, Maryland. So, of course, if you don't have a church to go to, you can always come check me out. But so many great churches in the metropolitan area. Go wherever you can grow. That's what I tell people. Go wherever you can grow. How do I find the church? Can I grow there? If you can grow there through the word, through the worship, then go there. It's not going to be perfect, but go where you can grow. Uh, And sometimes you can only grow so much in a certain church, so you have to move on sometimes to find another church that uh, will help you grow to the next level. Uh, and of course, you also want to uh, go where you can, where you can give, where you can contribute your your time, your talents, and your treasure. And so, if you can give and if you can grow, you've probably got yourself a pretty good church. So I would say, uh, stay there. Okay. Now, if you want to call me, ask me any question about anything. Uh, the phone number is eight 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 four three two seven four three four. So my lines are open. So get in. And get on a line while you can uh, before they get all jammed up. And we can talk about anything that uh, your heart desires. Now, remember on Marriage Monday, we talked about marriage problems. What problems do you have in your marriage that I can help you address? On Tough Topic Tuesday, one race or not. So we talked about what it means to be a part of one race, even though we talk about several different races as a sort of a construct. I see you calling, not sure. Uh, If they're getting up on the line yet, but they're coming. So uh, go ahead and grab a line while you can. 888-432-7434. And on Wisdom Wednesday, we talked about the wisdom of serving in Christian ministry. And you know that I dedicated uh, the show to those who are in Christian ministry on Wednesday and Thursday. And so if you're a pastor, if you're a minister, if you're a volunteer servant in a church and you had a question uh, I wanted to uh, to talk to you. So on Wednesday, we talked about what are some of the challenges Christian ministers and volunteers in church face. On Theological Thursday, we talked about the theology of ministry. Are you called? Can women lead in ministry? Uh, what about people with a shady or sinful past? So we really got into it, didn't we, on Thursday? And now guess what? It's open phone in Friday. So get in where you fit in, whatever you want to talk about is fair game. Are you ready to get started? All right, let's go on the road in Maryland with Chrissy, who's on the line. Hi, Chrissy. Welcome to the show. How are you?
3: I'm great. Thank you, sir. Thanks for, for calling, my call. of
2: course. What's your comment or question, Chrissy?
3: Well, I have a situation, and I just want to get your advice or just kind of for other people, too. Uh, My husband and I were married four years ago. We are being drawn up to upstate New York, and we're actually relocating. Uh, We're closing on our home on the 26th, and we're moving to New York. We were pulled there by family, friends, a church, and my husband is on the brink of getting a position with that church. Um, They are a little hesitant because he doesn't know anyone there except for some family members that attend. So. Okay. I'm just wondering about, you know, we are being pulled up there, and we just we want to do the best for God that we can and serve.
2: Hmm. So is your question about uh, w- w- whether you should go or how you should leave or what to expect? What's your question around that?
3: Well, they're they are they're a little concerned with that he doesn't know anyone there at the church. I think they're a little hesitant to hire him right away. Hmm. So I guess I'm wondering, you know, should we just persevere? We are definitely going. We're closing and moving up there. We have a place to stay and, and everything, uh, hmm. some, some money for bills for the next couple of months. But I guess it's more about serving in a church and their acceptance of us hmm. as maybe new members of that church, uh, which we are definitely doing. We are on board. Got love it.
2: Got it. Well, since you're going anyway, I was going to say, why would you go if he doesn't have a job yet? But it sounds like there's all these other factors. So since you're going anyway, I would just say he has time now to get involved in the church, to serve in the church and to get to know people. And if I were him, I'd try to find who are the top three people I should get to know over the next several months strategically. So that might help them feel a little bit better as well if they're thinking about hiring them
3: absolutely thank
2: you all right hey listen thanks for calling chrissy i'm going to run to my commercial break and as soon as i get back i'm coming to washington dc and odington maryland so don't go anywhere i still have let's see one two open lines if you want to get in now's the time don't wait get in where you fit in triple eight four three two seven four three four you're tuned into you're watching and you're listening to real talk with dr david anderson
4: on the side as the judge watch the slug it out with the one rejected his love like the government with the covenant they try to smuggle him yo he still loved it.
5: dr anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure facebook page just search dr david anderson on facebook and when you see his smiling face click like it's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc for graduate school and your education as a working adult is important to him to god and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research go to ogs.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188
2: have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately well let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke that's james mccullum he's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the lord When I have need of legal advice, I have contacted James McCollum. If you need legal representation, contact James McCollum at 301-864-6070. That's attorney James McCollum at 301-864-6070. And that's no joke. The Multicultural Ministry Handbook.
0: What is multicultural ministry? How does it affect me? Why is it important? If you want to know the answers to these and many other questions, then the Multicultural Ministry Handbook is a must-read. This story was modeled on the pioneering planting of Bridgeway Community Church, where founding pastor Dr. David Anderson had the vision for a dynamic, diverse, grace-filled place. Authored by a group of folks who've been doing ministry together for many years, this book is a testimony of personal journeys and practical ideas for any church with the desire to do life as God would have us do it. The Multicultural Ministry Handbook, published by InterVarsity Press, can be purchased at your local bookstore, Amazon.com or Andersonspeaks.com.
1: Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
2: It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I see you online. Thank you so much for tuning in there on Facebook Live. Delbert Pope from West Virginia, I see you and the rest of you. Of course, you can always uh, tell your friends that they can watch this on Facebook Live anytime on my page, at Anderson Speaks. Becky Henry, hello, and uh, Eugene Kennedy and Renee Basley, hello to all of you there online. And uh, someone says, I'm from Syracuse. I advise her to turn around (laughs) until June. Lord. Well, I'm not sure what that's about, but uh, that's talking, of course, about the last caller who's moving to, uh, to New York. So there you have it. 888-432-7434. It's open. Phone in Friday. Anything you want to talk about is fair game. Go ahead and give me a call. My number, triple eight four three bridge. right, let's go to Washington, D.C., and talk to Katrina, who's on the line. Hi, Katrina. Welcome. It's Dr. Anderson.
6: Hi, Doctor Anderson.
2: Thanks for calling. How you doing?
6: I'm good. I'm so glad I got you on the phone. Is just no. <laughs> I've always wanted to call in and comment on everything,
2: but oh, I finally wow.
6: got you today.
2: You got and me. Today is a good day. There you yes, go. Because it's
6: anything, <laughs> yes, anything, question. So, um, not to take a lot of time. That's okay. okay. So my question is about going to church on Sundays, and okay. you probably have addressed this before, mm-hmm. um, but. It has recently come back up to me,
7: okay. and
6: um, I've been wanting to go to church. Uh, you know, I, I know that the Bible says that the Sabbath day is the day to keep holy according to the Fourth Commandment. Right. So um, what? why is it that there are so many churches, and even churches that I've belonged to, you know, throughout the years, you know, where... You know you can tell that these are men of God, sure. people of God, you know, but they go to church on Sunday when the Bible says keep keep the Sabbath,
2: holy. yeah, so you can still keep the Sabbath holy and worship on Sundays. Sabbath can be any day um, because now once you 're in christ he 's the Lord of the sabbath it 's the only commandment out of all of them that uh, the lord doesn 't repeat it 's not repeated in the new testament doesn 't mean you have don 't have to keep it because God put it into the created order, but you don't necessarily have to do it on Saturday. You can have a Sabbath. You can work six days and, and have a seventh day be a uh, a Wednesday if you wanted it to, but you don't have to keep the rules of the Sabbath, and the Lord showed us that by healing on the Sabbath, and even his disciples did the same thing, and they were looked at from the Pharisees like, what's wrong with your disciples? And Jesus' whole point is, look, I'm the Lord of the Sabbath, so uh, if you're in me, you're in the Sabbath. But the principle of rest and reflection is still supposed to be in our lives. We should take a break. We should rest. We should reflect. And we should worship. Now, you may ask, well, why are we doing it on Sunday? Well, it's because of the resurrection mm-hmm. of Christ. That's why. In 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 1, you could see a shift in the first century church from the Sabbath day, which the Jews would hold from Friday night to Saturday night, to the first day of right. the week, because that was the mm-hmm. day that Jesus was uh, risen. So this is what it says in 1 Corinthians 16, 1. Paul says, now about the collection for God's people, do what I told the Galatian churches to do. On the first day of every week, each one of you should set aside a sum of money in keeping with his income, saving it up, so that when I come, no collection will, be, will have to be made. And so we can see mm-hmm. we can see there in first Corinthians sixteen one and two they would come together uh to bring their collection or to bring their offering on the first day of the week, so anyway, there's the response to that. what do you think
8: okay?
6: I think that sounds good. I just didn't have any Bible reference to right. counter or to explain away right but you're right. I have written New Testament where Jesus did heal on the Sabbath day, and and I've read those stories. And so, okay, so yeah. that satisfies my
4: uh, curiosity.
2: So you're you're freed up. Thank you. You're freed up. He's the Lord, yes. your sa- Sabbath, off. He is your, uh, your Sabbath rest. I mean, you still should rest. You still should reflect. As Americans, you know, sometimes, Katrina, we want to work five days and have a two-day weekend, you know. But really, if you looked at God's order, you work six days and you only get one day off. But we don't want to hear that. <laughs> So, hey, listen, Lord bless you. Thank you so much for calling. Let's go to Herman. He's in Odington, uh, Maryland. Hi, Herman. Welcome to the show. How are you, sir?
4: I'm, I'm fine, sir.
2: Great. What's your comment or question, hey. please?
4: Hey, sir, you know, um, I was talking to someone, and we said something about the rapture. And she said, well, there's no such thing as a rapture. I said, okay, so I read upon it. I looked, you know, started looking at it, and I was going to ask you, what's your take on that? Is it biblical, is it theological, or is it cultural? You know, he
2: talked about the rapture. Uh huh. Well, I mean, I
4: brought up I was brought up that there was the rapture.
2: Right. Well, you can find it in uh, First Thessalonians where it actually uh, talks about it. Let me see if I can make my way there in First Thessalonians uh, four, I believe. Let me get myself there so you can at least have the passage in in front of you. Okay. So, because the Bible does talk about it, does talk about the rapture, and have you ever heard heard that verse where we're all going to be caught up in the air to meet him? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, so it's very clear that there is a time when we will be c- captured. That you know, that's basically enraptured or captured in in the air. Okay, so that's what the idea of a rapture means.
4: That was, that was my understanding.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, so this is what it says. in yeah, first Thessal- hmm First Thessalonians chapter four verse sixteen. It says, "For the Lord Himself." will come down from heaven with a loud command with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet call of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together. That's the rapture caught up together. That's what it means with him in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage each other with these words. So there you have it. That's your rapture passage. Okay, sir. All right. Uh, all right. There you yes, go. Sir. God bless you. Thank you so much, Herman, for calling. Uh, let's go to Brian. Brian's in Washington, D.C. Hey, Brian, Dr. Anderson here. How you doing?
4: Hey, Dr. Anderson. I'm doing well.
2: Great. What's your comment I or question? A, oh,
4: I have a, a slight dilemma.
2: Okay. Okay.
4: Okay. I've been... I've been in a church, a denominational church, um, for quite a few years. Okay. And before joining that church, I, I know that there's a call on my life.
2: Okay.
4: A call to ministry in my life. And I've been faithful in the church quite a few years, and the pastor has saw some things in me and has advanced me to various different ministries in the church.
2: Okay. Um
4: I'm reaching a point where I have actually already reached the point where I feel that uh God's calling in my life can't be fulfilled in that particular church or or denomination. I love okay. the church and I love the people of the church, but the denominational requirements for to advance in ministry and things like this are coming about. And I I kind of find myself, amongst other people, jockeying for position.
6: Mm -hmm. And I
4: know that the Lord doesn't really want us to have to jockey for position. He wants us to walk in the position that he already gave us.
2: Now, what denomination are you in, Brian?
4: United Methodist.
2: And you cannot advance in ministry unless you do what within that denomination?
4: Well, I have to... um, take specific classes and courses and where where god is leading me um it's a 12-year process
2: okay and you what no, you what you in have the, not started nomination which you have not started is I that have, correct
4: i have not started
2: uh on paper understood so your your dilemma is this first of all how old are you brian 53. So your dilemma is I'm 53 years old. I want to minister for the Lord. Uh, but in order to be officially ordained within my denomination, I've got to do 12 years worth of study, which I'm really too old to be doing all that right now. I need to get going with this. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. understand.
4: Yeah. That's, that's part of
2: it. understand. So, you know, you have to figure out if, if you're going to do ministry and they won't allow you to do it, uh, where can you go to exercise your gifts? Because I, I do think that yeah. I do think that getting education is important. If they could make you a minister concurrent with you getting education or or something like that, it's a different story. But if they're saying, and again, I don't know the denomination that well to know if this is true. I'm taking your word that it's 12 years worth of study you have to do in order to be ordained by them. Uh, again, I, I don't know the particulars of that denomination. But at 53 years old, you don't know, wait, wait till you're 64, 65 before you can actually do the ministry. But. There are a lot of places where you can minister. They just need to know that you are gifted, you are anointed, and that you have uh, you have some uh, covering uh, behind you. So I might talk to my pastor and say, Pastor, listen, I want to minister, um, but I'm not going to wait till I'm 65. What can I do now within the church that will allow me to minister? And if you tell me that I, you know I, I can't within this system, please release me and cover me as I move on.
4: I had that conversation. And how did it go? (laughs) And, ah, this is the thing. Um, Uh I was told, well, there's nothing else I could do for you.
2: Okay, so no sort of help or anything.
4: Yeah, there's nothing else I could do
2: for you. Yeah, then it's time to move on. In the
4: meantime, I was invited. Excuse me?
2: It's probably time to move on. Oh,
4: yeah. In the meantime, I was invited to another church, and I, you know, so I would go there periodically, And um, I expressed my wishes to the pastor of that church, you know, my desire, what I believe that God called me to do. Yeah. And he is open to helping me at a much faster rate.
2: looks like you got your answer. Uh, Pray on it, but it looks like you got your answer. And are you married or single? I'm married. So, you know, if your wife affirms it, if this new pastor affirms it and they're willing to put you on a track, so that you can actually do the ministry God's called you to do. It sounds like you got your answer there.
4: There's one more thing. Uh-oh. There's one more thing, Dr. Anthony. Uh-oh. I don't want to keep too much more of your time. Um, this church, I, I found out, and it's an honor to go there, but I found out that, uh, well, I knew that their numbers are real small. And just by just being there and watching the way things go,
2: I right, hold on. I got. I got to go. Hey, Brian. I got to go to the break. So hold on. And when I get back, formulate okay. your uh, last thought so I can. Um, so I can get it and respond to yeah. it. I'm coming back in just three minutes. This is real talk with Dr. David Anderson. Hey, what's up?
9: Hey, what you doing?
1: How you feeling? Where you at? Where you be For a limited time, JNP Heating and Air Conditioning is offering a special discounted rate for a complete system checkup for only eighty nine ninety five. That's right, a complete system checkup for only $89.95. Don't wait until your system goes out, be proactive and call J&P Heating and Air Conditioning now for your complete system checkup at 1-800-FIX-1110. That's 1-800-FIX-1110 or visit jnp.com. That's jnp.com. Come
9: and get your lawn.
0: Buying a house is often the biggest purchase you'll ever make in your lifetime. So why take any chances? Hey everyone, this is Mike. And this is Brian of Fellowship Home Loans. And that is why we are proud to introduce the Fellowship Home Loans Qualified Commitment.
1: Instead of getting a traditional pre-approval, we take it a step further and have our underwriter verify credit, income, and assets to ensure you can buy the house you're looking for.
0: And best of all, it's done
1: same day. If you're in the market to buy a house, give us a call today at 800-804-SAVE or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com and ask about this amazing loan product.
9: Come and get your loan, Fellowship Home Loans.
1: Intercontinental Capital Group, DBA, Fellowship Home Loans, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender, NMLS number 60134.
0: If you've been looking for an engaging study for your group, track with seasoned pastors Alistair Begg and Sinclair Ferguson as they explore the profound nature of Jesus in their insightful book, Name Above All Names. The e-book is yours simply by request, along with a comprehensive study guide, entirely
1: free from Truth For Life. Go to wava.com, keyword truth, to get your free copy now. That's wava.com. Use the keyword truth.
10: It's an amazing song.
0: You know, I've never told anybody my story. From Irwin Brothers Entertainment comes I Can Only Imagine. When I was uh, 11 years old, life was tough. On March 16th, discover the untold story behind the beloved song that inspired millions. My dad was a monster, and I saw God transform him. So I wrote this song for my dad. I Can Only Imagine. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. In theaters March 16th. Go to ICanOnlyImagine.com. Are you a responsible person who finds yourself growing deeper in credit card debt? Then get ready for a toll-free number that will put you on a path to financial recovery. Trinity Debt Management will consolidate your accounts and work with your creditors. You'll save thousands and become debt-free for keeps. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. 1-800-990-6976. 1-800-990-6976.
2: Dr. Anderson. Right now, every Saturday night, we have a real talk with Dr. David Anderson, weekend edition, 7 p.m. every Saturday night. I hope you'll check it out tomorrow uh, with me. It's going to be great. Here's my number in case you want to call me on this open phone in Friday, 888-432-7434. No question is out of bounds. Give me a call. Let's kick it right here on real talk now before the break i was talking uh to brian who's on the line and brian is considering ministry considering going to a church that's uh, allowing him to do ministry his wife's behind him but there's one other dilemma brian tell me about that dilemma quickly please
4: okay the other dilemma is the pastor of the church is is his preaching style yeah uh forcing people out of the church
2: is it his style or is it his content
4: Uh, I believe it's, I believe it's, it's it's coming right out of the word Mm -hmm. and you know, it's a good word that he gives, but he's, he's, I believe he's too forceful and it's not just my opinion. It's my, it's not, it's it's the amount of,
2: can you handle, can you handle it? I can handle it because maybe what God will do is use you so that you can do some preaching there, but also. Uh, be an encouragement to him. You're not going to try to change him. You want to learn from him. No, no. And if uh, his preaching style offends you, then that may be an issue. But if it doesn't offend you, I mean, maybe it offends some other people. But sometimes God brings people into our life to kind of help us see things that otherwise we can't see. And so, again, I wouldn't go in there with the agenda to change his preaching style. I would go there with eyes wide open that, uh, you know, he has a preaching style everybody's not, uh, you know, uh, attracted to. But evidently, Uh, somebody's attracted to it. And if he wants to raise you up in ministry and you want to get your feet dirty and your hands wet, you know, or feet wet and hands dirty, whatever the the expression Uh is, uh uh, this may be the the bridge for you uh, to do ministry. So I'd consider it.
11: Amen. All right, brother.
2: Hey, thanks for calling. I appreciate helping you out and and learning from you. May God use you in ministry greatly, Brian. That's Brian in Washington, D.C. Let me stay in D.C. and talk to Taylor, who's on the line. Hi Taylor, it's Doctor Anderson here. How you doing?
11: I'm blessed abundantly. Good afternoon to you, sir,
2: and to you. Your comment or question, please.
11: Uh, thank you. Uh, real quick story: I walked into this church about three years ago, and there were about twelve, fourteen young people in a circle, mm-hmm. and they were rapping. And in the middle of the circle was a gentleman, a mature gentleman, and he was kind of bobbing his head, dancing a little bit, and. I wanted to walk up to this gentleman and say, excuse me, sir, this is not a rap concert. Why are you encouraging these young people? But my spirit told me, you better not. My spirit told me to be quiet. Okay. So I did. It was my first time at this particular church. So I walked into the sanctuary, mm-hmm. and um, to make a long sleeve short, mm-hmm. the gentleman that was in the middle of the young people was the minister okay. of the church, Okay. and I was so glad Dr. David Anderson, that I listened to my spirit and I didn't say anything
2: to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, you talking about me? Yes. I was rapping? Because you
11: were the gentleman in the middle. Of, you, you were, no, the young kids were rapping. But oh. you were in the middle of the circle oh, wow. when was this? the young kids.
2: Wow, when was now, this? Like I
11: said, about three, about three or four years ago. But my, but my point is, wow. I listened to my spirit and I didn't say Anything.
2: I was gonna say that must be a cool pastor.
11: <laughs> it really was. Yes. I walked away with the same impression.
2: I don't even remember this at all, but that's pretty cool. I don't think I could do it now. I might hurt myself. So I must have been a little bit younger, oh, I guess. Right. So wow. Well, I'm glad. Hey, you could have. You know, it's me. So you could have said something to me anyway. But I'm glad that at least it didn't make you run away too fast. So thanks. <laughs> thanks a lot, no Taylor. Thing. Listen. Uh, listen to your spirit. God, God bless, you. bless you, brother. Oh man, I don't even remember that. I was rapping? Wow, check it out. Maybe I ought to get my rap on now, you know. So, uh I better not get started though. Let's go to Germantown, Maryland and talk to Philip who's on the line. Hey Philip, how you doing, sir? Hey, Dr. Anderson, can you hear me? I sure can. I'm glad you're calling. What are you thinking?
9: Oh, Dr. Um, Anderson, I'm just thankful for you. Um, I'll be honest with you. While I don't listen to your show a lot, I do listen to it often. I'm uh, running errands today, and I caught you. And I, this is my question. I want to set the preference, okay. the premise. Go for it. So that hopefully the question will be understood by all your listeners. Thank you, sir. I'm going through some things where, just like the fellow who just calls about how he listened to his spirit. Yeah. And I feel that when you talk about your spirit that a person is referring to their still inner voice. Okay. And that still inner voice I equate to being the spirit of God. Okay. We have Christ in us and 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 Christ is in us as we are in Christ. Mm-hmm. And my question is now my stepmother used to say to us kids a long time ago, let your conscience be your guide. Okay. And your conscience, of course, be in your mind. Okay. So I'm thinking, well, wait a minute. There are times when the stiller voice comes upon me and gives me instructions to do or not do something. Okay. So I'm wondering, I'm wondering now, if the spirit of Christ uh-huh. is what infuses our mind as we read the word, renew our mind to the word, and then our mind motivates our spirit or whether they're interchangeable. Do you understand what I'm trying to ask
2: you? I do understand your question. I'm going to let you go because i got to go to this uh, break, but when I get to the other side of the break, Philip, I'm actually going to try to do my best to uh, understand uh, or to explain the spirit, uh, man's spirit and God's spirit, how they interrelate, and then our mind as well. I'm coming right back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
5: When asked
2: or unfairly treated by others do you have a difficult time forgiving others or extending grace then you have to purchase my brand new book i for grace you in bookstores now and on amazon.com i for grace you doing good to those who've hurt you you will be freed from anger bitterness resentment and guilt i for grace you by dr david anderson that's me go to amazon.com i for grace you get freed up today And I'm back, you know I'm Yo, rocking into a beat. <laughs> a <laughs> That's uh, True Soldier. We had him on a few weeks ago. He's a Christian rapper, so there you have it. Welcome, welcome, welcome! If you're just tuning in, this is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Right before the break, I got pushed up against the break. Philip called and he asked about the what really the definition of of the spirit. A man's spirit, a man's conscious, one's mind. There's a lot of things there. You can break it into a couple of uh, categories. You could say spirit, soul, uh, and body. Some people do that, call you the tripart man or the trichotomous, puts it into three. Uh, there's some that put it into two, the dichotomous. That's the material part and the immaterial part of man. I'm much more of a dichotomous, meaning you have the material part of man. That's your physicality. And then you have the immaterial part of man where you have six or seven different things like the mind, the personality, the spirit, the soul, all of those things. And so you just kind of uh, have the material and immaterial. But there is a passage that separates uh spirit and soul as well. And it says that the 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 word of God, the sword of the Lord could could divide even joint marrow, spirit and soul. So what is the difference? between the spirit and the soul. Well, when God created human beings, he breathed into, into their nostrils a living soul. So therefore, the soul is the very breath of God inside of you that makes you alive. That's what makes you a human as opposed to an animal who's not a living soul. They don't have a soul, an immaterial part of that living being. All right. So plants don't have souls. Fish don't have souls. Dogs don't have souls. So when they die, they cease to exist. Human beings, on the other hand, are living souls, so therefore their soul is encapsulated in their body. Now, then the question becomes, what's the spirit? Some would believe that the spirit only comes alive uh, when it's quickened by the Lord Jesus Christ, and that is the the spiritual life that comes when somebody is quickened or enlightened or comes alive. Otherwise, they are spiritually dead so you have a soul but you're spiritually dead and the only way that you can be spiritually alive is when you are quickened by the holy spirit and that's why our romans 8 says that um you know the spirit himself verse 16 uh testifies with our spirit That we are God's children. So what makes you a child of God is when the spirit of God touches the spirit of man and you come alive spiritually. Otherwise, others are spiritually dead. Now, there are some times when the word spirit is used like wind or breath. And so sometimes in the context, it's talking about breath or wind. Other times it's talking about attitude, like that person's spirit is off. It's talking about attitude. So your spirit ought to be that which is in Christ Jesus. or your attitude ought to be that which is in Christ Jesus or your mind ought to be that which is in Christ Jesus. So every time you read it, you've got to look at the context because it can be used in many different ways. But generally speaking, the soul is every human being. The spirit are those who are alive uh, in Christ. And then the mind understand. Now, the mind is the human brain. All right. And so, therefore, when you get saved, your body Uh, is not saved your body is fallen all right and the brain is a part of your human physiology it's a part of your body so your brain is fallen like the rest of your body in other words it's not redeemed it doesn't get saved so the only way then that you're you grow is when you have the mind of christ All right. The spirit of Christ inside of you, when you accept him, the mind of Christ, you don't get a new mind. You just get a renewed mind. You have to change your thinking. You have to renew your thinking. But your brain itself is still fallen. So your thoughts have to be renewed. uh, And of course, when you get to heaven, you'll be free as a spirit, a soul, and your mind will be uh, completely uh, erased when it comes to anything negative. Uh, and anything that's of the dark side or of death, and only uh, your mind will be opened up to God. And of course, we're only using about ten to fifteen percent of our human minds. So when our minds are fully alive, we're going to be able to see and do things we've never been able to see and do before. All right, let me keep moving. I'm going to ro- run ro- over to uh, run over to Rockville, Maryland, and talk to Inez, Hello, who's on the Hi, line. I'm Hi, I'm Inez. I'm welcome. Good.
8: Thank you, Dr. David Anderson. Mm-hmm. I listen to you all the time, and for the past year, I always catch you at this time of day. Thank you. And um, I, my question is: with all the different religions out there, mm-hmm. is there is a particular religion you have to be a member of in order to be saved?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and a good question. Yet, Good question, Inez. I'm sorry? I think that's a good question. Um, I, I don't think you have to be a part of any religion to be saved. I do think that you have to have a relationship with God through his son, Jesus Christ, to be saved. And I think that God reveals himself to people so that they can come to know God through their son, Jesus Christ. So I and you, you can call that Christianity, but you don't have to. It doesn't have to be a formal part of the Christian religion, uh, Christian religion uh, has a lot of people that are in it who are not saved. So, it yes. does, and there's a lot of people who might be Muslim who are saved, or Catholic who are saved, or maybe they don't have a label, but they have a relationship with God because they've placed their faith in Jesus Christ. That's what it means to be saved. Is that helpful to you, Inez? Yes, that's that's
8: helpful. And my question also has a part two, and that's about baptism. Okay. It's about baptism. And um, I've been confused about that because I was raised in the Catholic Church, and I've converted to a different religion uh, but in the Zion faith. Okay. And part of the requirement, well, in order to be a ministry leader is, be
2: baptized yeah and so so baptism is something that you do uh after you receive jesus christ as your lord and savior uh with the catholic faith they baptize babies and that is the entrance into the christian faith or the catholic faith so they believe that as a baby once you're baptized you have become uh a part of the christian family We don't see that in Scripture. Now, what we do see in Scripture are babies being dedicated, uh, taken to the temple and being dedicated. I think it's okay for parents to christen and dedicate their children to the Lord. But baptism is something you do after you receive the Lord as a public declaration of an inward faith that's already there. It doesn't save you. It simply is a way of identifying yourself as a follower of of jesus christ sticking your hand up and saying i'm not ashamed of jesus christ and i'm going to identify with him and then when you get baptized when you go down into the water it symbolizes you dying to yourself being washed and then rising again from the dead in new life so that's what it symbolizes so it doesn't save you but it symbolizes salvation and we do it as a public declaration that we're not ashamed of Christ and that we want to obey him and live for him. So it's a beautiful thing to do after you become a, a follower of Jesus. Have you have you made the decision to become a follower of Jesus, Inez? Yes, a- I have. Okay. Have I you- made
8: that decision a long time ago. Praise the Lord. And that is, the, and I- that is how I am living my life Amen.
2: now. Amen. For the
8: past three years, I feel like I am closer to that. Love it. i of the
2: needle type of lifestyle. Love it. So na- so now it's is. so now it's time to be baptized. Go for it. Okay. Go down into the water and come <laughs> back up. And guess what? I got baptized late in my life too, and I struggled with it because I'm like, okay. hey, Miss, I've been following Jesus all this time. Why do I need to be baptized? But then what happened that's
8: was, how, that's how I oh,
2: I know, I know. But check it out. This is what happened to me. I read Jesus's words, and I'm thinking, well, if Jesus got baptized right before he did public ministry and he was an adult, then you know what? If Jesus humbled himself to do it, I'm going to do it. So I went down as a minister at the, you know, at the beginning of my public ministry, and I got baptized in front of everybody. And guess what? The, the affirmation of Jesus by God the Father who said, this is my son in whom, I well, in whom I'm well pleased, that was enough for yeah. me. And I pray it's enough for you as well, Inez. Hey, listen, i got to run to a break. I'll be right back. Thank you.
1: Pleasure. Interested in upgrading to a new energy efficient heating and air conditioning system? Call for a free estimate and receive up to $1000 off a new Wi-Fi thermostat. Also, ask about the complete system checkup for only 89.95. Call J&P Heating and Air Conditioning today at 1-800-FIX-1110 or visit jnp.com. That's 1-800-FIX-1110 or visit jnp.com. Offer not to be combined with any other offers from J&P Heating and Air Conditioning.
12: National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $1 billion of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people. They're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a large portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-868-1318. 800-868-1318. Eight hundred eight six eight thirteen eighteen. That's eight hundred eight six eight thirteen eighteen. Meet John
7: and Jane. They're fifty-five years old and each have hundred thousand dollars. John bought a series of one-year CDs, which earn less than eighteen hundred bucks a year. But Jane had a different plan. She put her $100,000 to work with J.D. Melberg Financial's Annuity Strategies. And when she retires at 65, she'll get $8,972 a year in guaranteed income for the rest of her life. Be like Jane. If you're at least 50 years old, call to get your free quote now at 800-727-8585. You won't find these strategies anywhere else. Call 800-727-8585. That's eight hundred seven two seven eighty five eighty five. 727 8585 You could get payout rates up to thirteen point three percent of your premium amount back by top-rated insurance company. Sentinel Security Life. Annuity guarantees are backed by Sentinel Security Life Insurance Company. Optional writers may be available with a charge. Not available in all states. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer.
0: WAVA presents a night of laughter with comedian Jeff Allen, Saturday, April 14th at Grace Church in Dumfries, Virginia. If a kid maimed himself, we called that childhood. The bike helmet was. Are you kidding me? I grew up in America before the lawyers took it over and ruined it. We're so confident you'll laugh with Jeff Allen. We're offering you a laughter guarantee. If you don't laugh, you'll get your money back. WAVA Fan Club members, tickets are only $15 each or $10 each for five or more. Get yours today at WAVA.com. Keyword laugh.
1: This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's
2: book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit Andersonspeaks.com and simply click the Donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's Andersonspeaks.com. And your generous support is a blessing to me and those around you who listen as well. Thank you so much. And remember, Saturday night, 7 p.m., Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, weekend edition. Uh, Set your clocks now, okay? All right. Let's see if we can get one more call in. Jim is in Howard County, Maryland. Hi, Jim. Welcome to the show. How are you, sir?
10: I'm good, Dr. Dave. How are you?
2: Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging out with me on this Friday. What are you thinking?
10: Well, I was thinking about uh, the caller from earlier uh, in regards to his position and his calling. Mm -hmm. And um, I think one of the thoughts that I had there was, when we're within uh, the various denominations, right? Um, whether it be, um, you know, Methodism, uh, Lutherans, non-denominational. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that the Bible teaches us is to test all things in mm-hmm. light of Scripture. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think there's a lot of teaching in the New Testament about false prophets uh, right. coming within uh, the different body of Christ and teaching doctrines that are kind of opposed to essential Christian doctrine. Correct. And uh, one of the things we should always do is remind ourselves, regardless of the church or the denomination we're in, to be sure that the leadership is following the essentials. Yeah. Uh, Things of the virgin birth, uh, the ascension of Christ— uh, right. the main and plain central teaching of of, of Christianity. Right. Uh, because if we have um, these folks in the pulpit in the leadership and they deny those very things, uh, you're going to tend to have a lot of confusion and chaos yeah. uh, within the body. Yep. Uh, so that was just kind of one of the thoughts mm. there that uh, – uh Church is not like a business,
2: yeah um well, I mean you make a, you make a good point that uh the the really the leadership needs to be theologically adept and and truly evangelical when it comes to understanding what the truth of the scriptures say. I think you make a great point, Jim. Thanks for making it on my show today, okay oh, thanks for taking the call. Uh, blessings to you, my friend, and uh listen, I sure hope that you have a wonderful weekend if you don 't have a church to go to, make sure you visit. Uh, someone that's near you. Maybe there's a church that is preaching the gospel, and and you could give there. You can grow there. You can contribute there. If you want to visit my church, you're always welcome. And after the services, I'm by the world map, ready to receive anybody who wants to come say hi to me. And I always love meeting my listeners. I'm in Columbia, Maryland. Just go to bridgeway.cc. You can get all the information there. And hey, let's pray you out here. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this week, and we thank you for the wonderful opportunity you give us to talk about you, to talk about us, to talk about life. And we just pray, Lord, that you would help us to be the followers of Jesus Christ that you want us to be. In Jesus' name we pray. Together, everyone said amen and amen.
9: ¡Gracias